You've got a passion for the outdoors, a desire to feel the warm sun on your face, the sound of your fly line whipping through the air, the pop of the water as the fish inhales the fly you just found in the floorboard of your truck. You need to feel the cool waters on your feet, the crisp north breeze of a November morning, the sound of a turkey gobble, the December rut, the chills of an elk bugle in September. It's the longing passion to chase your obsession. This is what we share. This is what we preach. Welcome to Honey Hole Hangout. Welcome to the Honey Hole Hangout flashback episode. <laughs> Guess who's back? What's going on, boys? Hey. Gabe is back. Oh, my goodness. Like riding a bike. I couldn't remember how to put the headset on, what what number I had to put the jack in. Wait, oh, it was way off. It's, you're, you're never supposed to forget how to ride a bike, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the deal. It's been the last time. You know, that's a great question. When's the last time both of you all have ridden a bike? A couple weeks ago. No, no, like a moving bike, not not, not the yeah. elliptical or no, anything. No, a couple weeks ago. I got a little single speed that I run around with. Nice. I would yeah. say it's probably been a year. I sold my bike probably a year ago. Yeah. And that was the last bike I rode. I got on one in REI, and that was it. <laughs> that was like six <laughs> months ago. I'm like, this is cool. I'm good. I don't need one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I had, a, I had a bike. I built the bike I have right now. It's a Falcon. Guys, if that means anything to anybody? No, doesn't mean anything to Back me. Back when like the hipsters were taking over, and like I was a part of that crew, you know, and I rode hard, you know, and the sing and like the little fixies were were a big deal. So what, you, like the you like were, you were something if you had a Falcon. So oh, like so you were something. I was something. It's like a you were like a, you were like extra hipster. Is that what that a, is I that? I was a gearhead. You were no, a gearhead. But except uh, Fixie doesn't I have think if gears. you're... I was going to say, so to, like, to stop, you go backwards, don't you? Like you hit... Yeah, yeah. You, you have to pedal through curves and stuff because there's no like gear that's like... Okay. You know. So like a, like when you were a kid, like the original bike you got, that, like that would have been it? Kind of, a little bit different. But like that still had a gear mechanism on it where you could like not pedal. You could just like leave your leg up and yeah, like, yeah. the chain was like... Oh, you know? this is dangerous. This yeah. is you, you oh, can't. Yeah. You, you, so, like, if your feet slide slide off, you're gonna the get the pedals keep going. Oh, as, like, the pedals move as, at the same rate that, that the wheel moves. You know, I don't know. Thanks. Interesting. Yep. So yeah, you guys didn't know the, like the whole fixie craze. I I, I feel no. like I saw some like a documentary or video where they're talking about these guys in like uh, San Francisco going uh -huh. down, and that's like they're rolling oh, like that, and that. they're you know to stop they you have to like. Hold it backwards. You literally have to fight it with your life. Yeah. But it's not like when we were kids where you would just like shove backwards yeah. and like it would come to a stop. You actually have to slow it down with your back pedal. Like no, these like guys against it. I, these guys might have been doing that. And I think to help them slow down, they would fishtail. Yeah. They'd like slip it out. Oh, yeah, yeah. And if you had like a brake on it, you you know. You oh. I did put a brake in mine. I put a rear. Like you could either put a front one or a rear and I, I wired the. Dangerous. It was. But it was fun to build. And also like after like a couple of times of riding in a fixed gear. I bought my uh, wheel, had, like, one set was fixed gear, and if you flipped it around, it was a single speed. And I was like, yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. So I just flipped it to the single speed side. Speaking of building things, you know, I've been watching videos of people building computers. Yeah. It's kind of dangerous. Yeah. Uh, no. Seeing the crazy no. ones where they make it in an aquarium? And they oh, yeah. 
fill it with gel. Maybe in a couple yeah. of years, like not a guy anytime soon. Beans in his and took it to a repair center. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "This one's on my computer." You it won't that? start anymore. He's like, "Did you know there were beans in here?" Whole bunch of beans. That's that same guy that does all those crazy stuff. Where he'll take like a car to the shop, and then he'll say that the AC is out, but he'll just roll it on the wi- on the rims. No tires. <laughs> and he'll be like, my AC's out. And the guy's like, really? That's your only problem? <laughs> that's, that's what you got working against you right now? Uh, okay, so uh, probably mentioned on this podcast before, we're fans, big fans of the Nerds Gummy Clusters. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. Yeah, they're the best thing ever. And they released a new flavor for Christmas called Frosty. So I saved some for you guys. Free Frosty. Personally, like minty. This is my favorite. I just need one because then this I'm is really going to have an issue. I'm going to be driving home and be like, I'm going to stop and get some. And, and what's good is that Kendall bought me the very berry the other day. Not the very berry, the rainbow, the normal. Mm. Mm. Yep. Tastes like just like the same. It's just red and green. I feel like they all taste the same. They say no. this one's berry, this one's. They all taste the same. Because the blue, I like the pink bag better than the blue bag, like of the traditional ones. We need to do a blind taste test. And we went through, we went through four bags at Real Recovery. Yeah. Yeah. And they came like, back we and had, I bought We like had to more. stop. Oh, yeah, yeah, we had to stop. We got we sent were, on, like, to get, just, like, to go out just to get these. Yeah, you guys would drive 20 miles one way. You know, we just were talking, to get these. We were talking about the best things of, of 2023. I... I think this was it. Gummy clusters. Gummy they're clusters. Gummy. Discovering them. You know the winner. This is I up there with like the uh, what's the the Taco Bell uh, burrito taco or whatever. Don't know the 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 cheesy gordita crunch. No, no, no. Before that, before that, the Dorito Doritos logo. Doritos logo. This yeah. is up there with the Doritos logo. Mm. Doritos logo. Last one. That crazy. saved. That saved the company. I I didn't realize that that uh, uh, Taco Bell was that off until this mm. that that taco came out and single handedly. Helped them out, and they're on the verge of, of bec- just like Demolition Man. They're going to be the only restaurant that's going to survive. Just Taco Bell. You know what? I wouldn't be mad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, w- I, w- I wouldn't either. Um, yeah. Oh man. Oh yeah. The nerd. It's like an egg. There's an egg. They're nerd. Uh, it's a like gummy filled. Get out of here! Like the like. Oh, how you know big? what? I just started searching "nerd gummy filled," and it said "nerd gummy cluster candy" was like the. the uh, sorry, "nerd gummy cluster cancer" was the suggested oh, nice. thing. So <laughs> yeah, that's oh, great. Not great. Oh gosh. But, oh yeah, the uh, nerds big chewy. Have you guys had these yet? No. I got. Oh man, is it like a thing. giant stick? It's a giant egg that's filled with gummy. Okay. The outside shell looks like a dragon egg. Oh, I've seen those, but they're right? not that big. Or how? No, big no, they? they're like you know, they're about the same size as the clusters. But when you get through it, but instead of like having the nerds on the outside of the gummy, it's like this hard, amazing little shell, and it's honestly, it might rival the clusters. Ooh. I feel I like we need to do a nerds gummy taste test. Nerds rope, all three flavors of nerds gummy clusters, and the big juicy nerds. You know the rope. I I'm, thought, a, I'm 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 good with it. I thought right? the rope was okay, but these. I mean. Oh no! This this I mean, was you, just. You just gotta you know pay homage to the. Original. But why is it? Why is it so good? Is it because you're getting you're getting the texture and the the super sweetness of like that it's a, jelly bean it's or a the perfect it's a gummy, perfect gummy ratio. Part? Yeah, it is. It's a perfect ratio. I personally also think that every time I see it, it reminds me of the Coke 
cocaine candy from Jimmy Neutron, and I think a little part of me loves it because of that. Mm. Okay. You know, the one that he made that all, like, the town went crazy for. I think it's kind of the same way, too. I always like the special Reese's that get put out, like the the Easter egg shaped and, like, the Christmas tree and the football shaped yeah, oh, because yeah. Yeah. the ratio is a little bit different between mm-hmm. the peanut butter and the chocolate, and I like that ratio but there's better. nothing like this. There's nothing like the stupid gummy no. nerd candy. And it's I can't explain it. I can't explain it. Same no. way I'm like, when on this trip, I'm like, at the gas station? Oh, look, at I got that. Right. I'm going to get a bag. They kind of charge an arm and a leg for them, too, but. Oh, they're like three to four bucks. Yep. It's worth it. Three twenty at least. But they're okay. So, good. so, let's talk about, let's do the movies first before we talk about college mm, football. Okay, so, we're doing, so, so, we're doing uh, top movies of the year. Well, but yeah, tell us about your recent movie that you went to see that I've been hearing great things about. Oh, yeah. So, last night, I went to IMAX and saw Godzilla Minus One. Okay. And... It is not the Godzilla Kong monsterverse super, you know, crazy ridiculous like scenario. the other two, the last right. recent ones, which were good. I enjoyed they're them. fun. They yeah. there are extremely fun movies, mm-hmm. uh, but they don't really. I mean, like outside of having Godzilla in them, they're very different from like the original Godzilla movies, like set in Japan. Sure, or, you know, and you know that comes with like just changing times. But uh, this movie, Godzilla Minus One, is set in Japan. It's, uh, you know, a Japanese film. Like, it's a foreign language film. But it just, it feels like a monster movie, like... Overdubbed or subtitled? Subtitled. Okay. All right. right? Um, it feels like watching Jaws for the first time, right, when watching it. I saw it on IMAX, and I, that it was amazing. Like, the sound editing and mixing is just, like, perfect. But, like, Godzilla feels super scary, and not just that, but, like, the characters, like, you, you, it's like it has a normal drama, fi- like, character-centric model with, like, a Godzilla, Godzilla storyline that's happening on the side. That's what I heard. Right? Like, it's set in, like, 1945. Uh, it follows a Japanese soldier who goes back home. You know, he was supposed to be a kamikaze pilot, but he couldn't do it. He couldn't go through with being a kamikaze pilot. So he dishonored his family. Yeah, well, kind of. Yeah, I mean, like that's that, but like that's part of the storyline, right? Oh. So he gets there, yeah, and um, you know, so it, it it focuses a lot on like him like recovering from that and dealing with that okay. in his own way, uh, while this Godzilla kind of thing is happening on the side. And so it was just uh, like I took a friend and we were just like, that was so much better than I could have anticipated it. Um, and for me. It was the best movie of the year, and it might have just been because it was so so surprising. You know, like I knew Oppenheimer was going to be good. Um, I knew Killers of the Flower Moon was going to be good. I think this movie is probably a little bit better, but also how surprised I was at how much I loved it. So it's probably top ten movie for me. Like I would go watch that movie again in the theater, like tomorrow. You know. Okay. Nice. Okay. I want to see it. Yeah, I would. I would recommend seeing it while it's in theaters. Well, especially in IMAX. I mean, I'm yeah. sure that makes it a huge deal. Oh, yeah. Awesome. But, like, even just going to see it before, like, because <coughs> I don't know if seeing it on, like, at home would do it justice. Well, me and McKenna went to see the Marvels. What'd you think? Better than I expected. I, exactly. I told you, right? It's it's very fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was fine. Right. That's how I'll describe it. And for me, out of all the duds that Marvel's put out the last, like, year or so, I feel like for, like, what, we're in phase five. It's like, mm-hmm. it's one of the better movies of the f- of the most recent phase. Outside of maybe Guardians of the Galaxy three. Yeah, when did that come out? Was that this year? That was um, May. It was May, this May. Yeah, that one was good. 
Yeah. I enjoyed that one. It sucked I couldn't take the kid. Yeah. Because it was like, oh, a little bit. I would not, yeah. A little bit. Yeah. But, no, that one rounded out nicely. I was trying to think. You know, now we're talking about I can't can't remember. Other than that, like, I can't remember anything else we might have gone to see that was new. And Did you see Barbie? No. I didn't see Barbie. Didn't see the Oppen Barbie. Barbie was the shit. And I see so that, and I'm sure it'll be coming out here soon on Netflix or Max or whatever oh, those yeah, yeah. or or even buy. Like I was gonna rent Oppenheimer, but they don't have that option right now on Amazon. You got to buy the whole thing. So, have you seen Napoleon yet? No, oh, it's another did, one I want to see. I didn't hear good things about that. Really? Yeah, I didn't. I heard it was very boring and revisionist. <laughs> <laughs> it was fine. Yeah. See exactly yeah, right. And fine. you're like the history guy, and you're like, yeah, it was okay. Mm. He lived. He was there. I mean, the battle scenes are epic. I don't, oh, yeah. I don't know. Movie was fine. But, uh, okay. Let's talk about the biggest controversy going around the world to. today. Everyone's going <coughs> to talk about it. Is college football. Yes. Do you guys personally feel like Florida State got snubbed? Well, I'll preference this. That whole weekend of college football was awesome. There was a lot of good games that weekend. What, the championship weekend? Just Yeah, just yeah. a lot of great games. I mean, Tech wasn't playing, so I would, I would argue that, no, there's been better weekends. <laughs> <laughs> they were all close games. They were all <laughs> games I wouldn't have watched, but they were all close and, and could have gone either way. I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I feel bad. I think Georgia should have stayed regardless, but, you know. What place would you have put Georgia? Do you have, like, any personal ties to Georgia? Or are you, like, a no. Georgia fan? I no, I think it's just, like we were talking earlier, I think it's just to, to you you're, you held, I think it says something for holding first place and being a dominant team all season. You lose one game by how much? By three points yeah. off of off of a, a play could have gone either way. And you lose to Alabama, and you too. Lose, yeah, and you, lose, and you lose to Bama the way they lost. It's just kind of saying, I, I don't think you need to get kicked down that that much. Um, I, I would I would disagree. I think it's worse to lose late than it is to lose early in the season. I mean, it is, but at the same time, like I think if you lose to like a Bama, yeah, I don't necessarily know if that carries the same weight as losing. Well, to then we should say the same thing about Ohio State and Michigan because Ohio State just lost to Michigan. They were a one-loss team. Yeah, that's different though. I'm an Ohio State fan. You know what I mean. I, I am too. Yeah, I don't want Michigan. I'm a, I'm an Ohio State fan, but was nowhere near making an argument that Ohio State should now, should be. For in. those like I, I watched a lot of some a lot of more college football games than I have in a while, but I didn't watch enough to understand what the reasoning was that um, Florida State should have been removed. And I'm hearing and reading that. They're saying, well, they had a lot of injuries, and one of the reasons that kept them out of it was because they might have not had the same team that they had at the beginning that of the year. That shouldn't matter, though. Exactly, like, but, a lot, pe- but a lot of people did. Agreed, and what the team could do, how your backup guys and doing it. But how, I don't. how would you feel if you're a safety on Florida State, you play your ass off all season, you go undefeated, even though your star quarterback broke his leg, you keep winning games after he breaks his leg, and you and you picked a tough schedule too, like out of conference. They play. They beat two SEC teams. They right. beat Florida and LSU this right. year. Yeah, 
And then, well, and then people are saying, well, they weren't the best SEC teams this year. But my counterargument to that is, well, I thought the SEC was the best conference, and I thought week in and week out, every game's a slugfest right. regardless of the record. So you can't have your cake and eat it too. Um, if the SEC is the best conference, and it, then every game matters whether LSU and Florida are good or not. Um, but it, it's it just frustrates me because, like, in the NFL, if a star – like, there's – here is what you need to do to make the playoffs. The rules are very clearly defined. In high school, here's what you need to do to make the playoffs. The rules are very clearly defined. If your quarterback gets injured, you still get to play in the playoffs if you're in the NFL or if you're in high school. But in college, we're just going to let some guys in a room say, oh, your quarterback got injured, so we're not going to let you in. And how long ago was the injury? They've played, like, I think four games without their starting QB. And the last four games, did they play anybody worth anything? Their conference championship was what against Louisville. They were like yeah. two, a two-loss team. I mean, they're not a great team, but they're were a ranked team. But it's just it, that again, that shouldn't matter. I feel like, I mean, outside of like when Hawaii, I think it was like eight or nine years ago now, when they went undefeated, but they didn't play anybody. Like you say, UTSA. <laughs> right, right. But like, like they're not scheduling these out-of-conference yeah. games that are like of people who could potentially be top four. You know what I mean? Like. LSU is not that far removed from winning a championship. You know what I mean? Well, it's all and like they beat Clemson. Clemson is not as good this year, but they they played some teams on their schedule. Now it's not the schedule of other teams that are in the playoff. But regardless, but you could argue that their schedule was tougher than like UT's schedule outside of UT playing Bama. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, know. Like I don't the, think the Big Twelve isn't great this year. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, and it's so not. Like, if U- UT's one big win was over Bama, everybody else is people that and their loss was OU. Right, who's not the best this year. Right, and so yeah. I'm like, I'm saying, like, I don't. Again, this is gonna sound like you know, a little biased, not liking UT, but like, I feel like FSU should be in. I also think that if you play substantial teams. It shouldn't matter about everybody else. It should be, okay, who went undefeated? All right, they're in the playoff. Well, Florida State's the first undefeated team to not – power five undefeated team right. to not get selected for the playoff. That's my thing. It sets this precedent. So, like, now it loses all hope if Tech were to ever go undefeated. Yeah, I agree. We probably wouldn't make top four. Granted, that the, the playoff is expanding, so that's it would be less of an this issue. This is only a conversation for this year. Right. Because well, in the future, you argue who's seven or what is it? Are they cutting in at six or are they cutting in at eight? No, it's twelve. Twelve. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So like, so a lot more room for error. Well, that's true. well, yeah, here's true. the thing. I think it's Power Five conference win is an automatic bid. So like Tech starting next year win the conference, win the Big Twelve, and you you're, get in. You're automatically in the playoffs. So there's like no question about it. Like if it was next year, Florida State won the ACC, they're in. Right. So it's not an issue. I just don't like that they're penalizing a whole team because a guy broke his leg. I they're mean, like, just they're not the they're not the same team. Well, yeah, they're not the same team. Well, then it's like, well, then you start, well, how they're doing it for the ratings because uh, they're expecting Florida State to yes. get smoked. It I mean, I know it's all about money, but it really shouldn't matter about I, ratings. It shouldn't matter, but is a game where, like, you know, Michigan plays Florida State in round round one, and Michigan beats them sixty to yeah. seven. Like that game's not going to get the ratings of Michigan versus Bama. Right. 
So there is some money involved. Or even, you know, Bama and UT replaying again in the championship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the uh, uh, year that Bama and UT played in the national championship, Colt McCoy was injured. What was that, 2009? So they were playing on their backup QB, but right. that didn't like affect them being picked to play in the national yeah. championship. So I don't know. I don't know. I just I, I feel it, bad for Florida State. It's it's one of those things that if we were doing this again from from week one, it would have been fun to go. Okay, to have our own board mm-hmm. and watch every every game and look at everything. It's the only way to really des- decide on this. I mean these. That committee's been watching everything from day one, you would think, but I still think money's involved. It oh, changes yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah, I think an undefeated Power 5 team, though, should be in no matter what. It's funny, we, nobody talks about Washington and all this. Washington, I think Washington uh, deserves to be. Why, why do you say it's funny that no one's talking about Washington? Because realistically, Washington is not, Washington is not a... Um, they're not a big money-making school. You know what I mean? Like, nobody outside of the people who went to that school, and I'm probably going to make some people mad, <laughs> are sitting here going like, oh, yeah, I'm pulling for Washington in this one. You know what I mean? I am. That's who I'm rooting for. <laughs> <Are you laughs> really? Out of the four? Why? Mi- okay, Michigan I hate because I'm an Ohio yes. State fan. Screw Bama. Uh-huh. And, and then screw UT. UT. Yeah. So. Okay, okay. I guess, yes. Like, it is like, yeah, everybody else is like, I, I guess I'm saying is like. I like to root for the underdog in the situation. Right, number two. But it's just like, Washington isn't, a, isn't an exciting team. You know what I mean? Why them over FSU? All I know is well, I went to they a, beat Oregon yeah. twice, and they beat USC, who was a very good team earlier in the season. Yeah. Um, I arguably, arguably played a tougher schedule than Florida State. Yeah, but still, you know what I mean? It's just like. Hey, we went to I went to a D three school, so you know we we played a Mexican deaf team. So that's that was the highlight of our of our season. <laughs> Everyone else, I mean, we didn't we didn't play much, and we played at the local high school. Yeah. So all these college, you know, D D one kids that are twenty six years old playing, they looked fantastic. <laughs> they looked they looked really great. I'm surprised Colorado didn't do any better. That was the only that was the only thing I've got going for. College yeah. football. I'm really. They started strong. I'm just really surprised they tanked so hard quick. Oh yeah, it ended up bad. I was so excited for Colorado. Right. Like, when early. do we play them next year? Oh, I don't know. I mean, Did you see they're like <coughs> dropping commits and people are wanting to transfer out? And, and that's uh, fine. Uh, sure, uh, Colorado. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sure. That's fine. Big time. But you know, it was it was fun to watch, and you know, even when they went on the losing streak, I'm like, oh, I'll watch a little bit of it. Yeah. But so those first few weeks, Woo. yeah, I was jumping. I was me like, too. I'm, I was, I was all about prime time. I was like, should I order a, a hoodie, a Colorado hoodie, and some yeah. glasses? Yep. I know. I was like, oh man, like we're gonna be involved with this next year. It's gonna yeah. be great. And yeah. Now it's okay. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, that's cool. That was yeah. a fun ride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll get off that bandwagon for a little bit. What do you think the problem became? Because they started strong. Uh, what's his name? The hunter, hunter dude got hurt, and I forget what game it was like the fourth or fifth game. Mm-hmm. He got clocked bad. And well, was I out saw for that. Like yeah, two he, had, or three. he had the concussion, right? And he was uh, he was playing both sides. He was offense oh, and yeah. defense. Travis Hunter, Travis yeah, but Hunter. that doesn't account for dropping every game for the rest of the season. <laughs> Just you know, I losing think one guy. It it's uh, I think it's it's the start of something new. Much like any new team, you know, it's not gonna roll quick. And we'll just see what happens next year. I think next year they'll do better than this year, and that's it. A whole new team. I mean, he brought in a whole new team. Mm-hmm. 
You know, we basically went in and said, everyone, hey, you're on scholarship. <laughs> yeah. The no longer. Portal's right there. <laughs> right. You go ahead and you, you move. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I don't know. It's just like when you when you start so strong and then you drop every game for the rest of the season, it's like something Happen. internally yeah. Look at the was not good. Look at the San Antonio Spurs right now. <laughs> What's the losing streak so far? 18 games? I yeah, don't know. I think it's been over 30 days since we've won. What? Really? It I haven't been no, keeping up with November the NBA. November 3rd was like the last game we won. Why? A mix of reasons. Um we keep losing. I mean, like, it's like we get blown out or we lose by, like, three. We'll be up the entire yeah. game, and then we'll lose it halfway through the fourth quarter. Like, and we'll be up by, like, double digits most of the game, and then something will happen. The yeah, Dallas quarter. had, like, a 30-and-no run or something. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it wasn't against <laughs> us, fortunately. Yeah. But um, I also think, too, that, like, Wimby is fantastic. Like, he's fun to watch. He is going to be something. Absolutely nuts. Have right. you go- gone to a game yet? Yeah. Oh, I my went God. To, it's crazy. Did you go? Yeah, we went to – what is the one they went into overtime against uh, the Raptors? Oh, or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like uh, – I guess like maybe a month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And we were lower level. Dude. Oh, that's cool. And we're just like – you could see him from – I was just nuts how tall he is. Oh, yeah. just unbelievable how tall we, he is. We went to the game where Pop yelled at everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Uh, so, but you, no, I don't think anybody – did you hear it too? Yeah. Um, no, I didn't – um, we went to that game, but he was fun to watch. And uh, there was a couple of guys. Like, I like, I think, uh, was it Vassal? Vassal, yeah. however you say his name is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, like, we've got a couple of guys. Yeah. But we just, team. we have no depth whatsoever. You take some of those guys off, and it's like, oh, yeah, we're yeah. going gonna to lose any kind of lead we might have had. Now, do you, what do you think about, what do you think about the, uh, this whole in-tournament thing? I don't care too much for it, but I don't care too much because I don't like the courts. I think the courts are all oh, ugly across yeah. the board, across yeah. the NBA. They're all, you know, just weird colors and all of that. I mean, I know their jerseys for it look cool, but yeah. I you couldn't like, stand going to a game and looking at that floor and just be like, ugh. No. Like I think they're trying Euro to get, it, get some excitement. You know I mean? Like, basketball, they're for a minute – had the the reputation of being like the fastest growing sport. Mm-hmm. It was also the one that like most young people wanted to like idolize or be a part of. And I think they're losing a little bit of that traction. You know what I mean? I think football's kind of taking that back a little bit more. Um so I think they think that if they can do that, they can kind of generate that same excitement that like soccer has, where it's like you have the mid season tournaments. Um if Spurs were a better team, I think I'd be a lot more excited. Sure, if the Spurs were, yeah, it'd be I'd be more all about it. I'd be yeah. like, oh yeah, give me some some medal, you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, I'm glad I didn't spend a hundred bucks on the newer jerseys because they're not winning. <laughs> I know. Actually, no, I bought one. <laughs> they're and cool. Then, no, 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 I took it back. Oh, they're yeah. perfect. Good. I gave, because what happened is I ordered it like that, that day we won that last game. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> that's maybe what it is. maybe, maybe it once I return it, it, they'll start winning again. You know. Um, or once you get my money back from returning it. And so I ordered it, and then um, this was like three weeks before the game my brother and I were supposed to go to. Okay. And then <laughs> it's like the day of the game, and I, it still hadn't shown up, and it hadn't even shipped. And so I called them, and I was like, hey, I was like, I know it said like between one and four weeks. This is week three. I'm going to go to the stadium. Like, can I just cancel my order and just buy one when I get there? And the guy on the phone was like, yeah, I can do that for you, right? Like 30 minutes later, I get an email, and it's like, your order has shipped. And I was like, he didn't even like listen what I was saying. And so I got it obviously after the game. And so I took it back. I was like, I didn't get this in time for the game, you know. 
And um, but it was weird when I took it back. <laughs> they were like, "Oh, we don't have a good system to take things back and write <laughs> online." They're <laughs> like, "So just write your name on this piece of paper, and we'll send it over to the people, and hopefully you'll get your money back." And I'm like, "Dude, who does that? What?" <laughs> I was like, I, I was like, when I selected return on my on the email, it gave me a QR code you're supposed to scan. He's like, yeah, we can't do that. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> I know. Well, I, I guess like some returns, you know, they tell you to write like the return number of the RMA. On yeah, the and so like that's what they had me do. You know, okay, but so that's bad. But, but still, still, it's, it's like it's yeah. so like, kind of sketchy. It's like, like you're a freaking major part of like the NBA. Like this, I'm at the store that's attached to the AT and T Center. I'm like, why is like why can't you just accept it normally? <laughs> Why do we have to do this weird yeah. jump through the hoop thing? Maybe because it's counterfeit, like so many counterfeits out there, but still, it's like weird. Hmm. Hmm. Have you guys gone fishing at all this year? Uh, Yeah. This year? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> this trout season. <laughs> I did. I, I, yeah, I went around Thanksgiving. Ken and I went camping. Have you? Yeah, I did around the same time. Like yeah, that, that's right. That, yeah. Uh, I think it was there that morning when you guys went to LNL or whatever. Yeah. I think, yeah, you guys had gone in the afternoon or something. Did you catch some fish? Yeah, did well, fished around Action Angler. Did you urinate? Hell yeah. You urinate the hell out of that water. Mm -hmm. But I heard, too, that they didn't drop as much. Early season, they didn't drop as much. Um, But they're they're still in their holes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But supposedly, they're supposed to do more frequent droppings. Yeah. That's what I heard. Yeah, I saw. uh, Do the grapevine. Joe. Joe from Orvis. We'll see. <laughs> Joe showed me a picture of last weekend uh, at at action, and there was like thirty people mm. there from the bridge down. You know, what? all fishing. Thirty at action. I, dude, you could throw a rock and you'd hit like ten people. It was just, dude. Yeah. I'm and glad that I went the day I did. Yeah. Ken and I both caught one, and if I don't catch any more trout on the quad this year, at least I went once. I'm just. Ha- I'm just. I'm excited when it gets colder because that's going to kick out half of those people that are not going to deal with. Oh it. yeah, like if you, yeah, yeah. Just give me give me 25 degree weather with a, with a little drizzle, a little drizzle. Oh yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Exactly, you're catching fish all day. Yeah, and have the whole place to yourself. Well, I got signed up for the Fredericksburg. I did as well. They gig. had a they had a drop today, and I was gonna. I had the day off to go and help, uh-huh. and then I got bu- I got busy with a deal, and I couldn't mm-hmm. make it. I was gonna take the kid out of school. We were gonna go up and help. So yeah, I wasn't how, able to. How long does it take you to get there? An hour? Hour. Okay. Yeah, well, the, 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 I don't go to the Fredericksburg one. I go to the other one. So mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. one's a, just a tad more, but it's nicer to me because I feel like you're covered and you got a little bit of trees, and so you kind of feel secluded. Like oh, yeah, got a more little s- private. You feel like you more This space. bead is like, it's, you know, it's me and this, this is it. <laughs> this is mine. A bear's going to come out. And, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> a bear's going to yeah. be here. And be like, yeah. Hey, bear. That, yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> I'm a bear. I love that. I love that commercial. I'm a bear. The cheese. <laughs> <laughs> no, since our last podcast, I've been fish though. No, me neither. I have just been working, and a little bit of leather work, Ooh. which looks nice. He showed me the his Ma- the key the key holder. Yeah, and Zach, the couches. Yeah, Zach got somewhere. one. Yeah, it was yeah, nice. in between <laughs> the couch cushions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, and I have the valet tray. Yeah, I'm waiting on some more leather to come in, and it yeah. hasn't shipped yet. Seems like it's like your jersey time, like three to four weeks. I'm like, I need it. No, it's I need. I got Christmas presents to make. To make, yeah. I need you to get it in the mail. So, anyway, but I'm having a really good time with that. It's really relaxing. Yeah. I'm trying to think what I did this past weekend. Easier than fly tying, or about the same. What do, What do you feel like on on doing that? 
Because I, obviously your fly tying room is one thing. I can only imagine if you had a little bit more time and money what that room would look like if you're turning into leather. I would say uh, similar difficulty. Okay. It can be as complex as you want it to be, but it doesn't have to be either. Meaning you could tie game changers if you want to, or you could do like really extravagant leather projects. But you could also tie woolly buggers that like those valet trays I'm making, kind of like woolly buggers. Yeah, but I would feel like they're like it's a little bit more technical because if you cut wrong, you're screwed. I just want you know I just wasted. There's no like unwrapping. (laughs) I mean, it's a lot of money for for you're telling me some of the materials and and the 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 you know roll of leather. It's pretty expensive. You miscut on there and yeah, kind of sucks. Yeah, there's you could make a mistake. It, the mistakes are more expensive. Yeah. I will say that, but the actually difficulty of the craft is, like especially what I've been working on, um, like those notebook covers, that notebook cover I made, mm-hmm. more difficult for sure than yeah. the valet trays. Um, and I've been working on some keychains, stuff like that. Like if I mess up a keychain, like it's t- it's a tiny strip of leather, no big deal. But those you know notebook covers, yeah, the Fabergé eggs. You know, I have where I have to use about this much leather twice. So, like that's you mess some, you mess that up. That's a that's a costly mistake. Mm. But also, although you can make a mistake, especially with the stuff I'm working on, like you you say if you cut wrong, but at the same time, it's like I'm using a ruler to guide my edge. I'm not like freehanding anything. You know, it, it, I feel like it'd be kind of hard to make a mistake, and I might be eating my words well, later. Could be Texas. Yeah, man. Tim, well, mismeasuring or you know yeah. not having the yeah. right, you know. Well, I, I'm using patterns right now, okay. so I haven't. Uh, so it's like kind of like cutting out over a pattern. Um, so it's no mismeasuring. Like I'm not making measurements and making cuts. Um, the projects take longer, obviously, than fly tying. Like those valet trays. Um, I probably spend on all an hour to an hour and a half on each one total. Okay. So definitely takes longer than tying up. You're a little bit more committed. But what I also like is you're not as committed as rod building, which I did. I built a couple rods, and those take a lot longer. And then the fear of That's breaking a rod, because Grant built that fiberglass rod and he already broke it what really yes okay so but what was the break issue i don't remember the story we'd have we'd, ha- we'd have to ask him i don't remember what actually happened to cause it to break but sorry zach and i our feet touched <laughs> <laughs> leather's not gonna break fortunately i might lose so it much. i might lose a project like misplace it but or it gets stolen but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna break oh i gotta text grant now i feel bad about that man I know. break a See that's and that's the problem right there. You spend a lot of time building a rod, and then you break it, and then you're kind of SOL. Yeah. This is why I don't tie game changers. And that's a bigger investment than leather. That's a bigger investment Rides. than leather. Yeah. yeah. So you don't. So even with the rod, even though you're you're doing it, I haven't even paid attention because I never bought just the blank. Mm-hmm. There's no warranty on that. Um, some will, you can buy replacement pieces. So there is an opportunity where you could build out your pieces again, but that's not the case all the time. And then there's a lot of other factors too. 
um, you know, getting it to match perfectly is going to be really difficult. Even if you have the same thread and everything, you really kind of want to use the same epoxy run gotcha. that you used, and you kind of want to build it all together. So, yeah, you could rebuild a piece, and there's some companies where you can get replacement pieces, but let's say you break it in three years. Is that still going to be a model that's available that you're going to be able to get a replacement piece for? Grant's probably in a pretty decent position right now since he broke it so soon after he after he bought it to get replacement pieces. But um, then you got to make it again, though. Then you got to make it again, yeah. So, but it's not it's not the end of the world. It wasn't for me. I'll say that I did it a couple times thinking that I would like it. Too stressful, and I even have a couple of those rods. I don't like fishing because I'm like, if you break it, if I break it, and the problem is, if you build a rod, you should want to fish it. Zach, you ever done that? You ever done anything where you you were like, you know what? I'm gonna get in hardcore on this. Bike building, just, dude. He oh, well, that's a bike. right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. Yeah. yeah, I did breads there for a little bit. You were like making bread? bacon breads. Ooh. Ooh, and some of them were coming out great, and yeah. some of them were like eh, I don't have the time to do it. I don't, you know, I, like I wanted to do a sourdough starter. You got a good crumb over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh, your uh, your uh, humidity was a little bit too much, and this is why it broke down, and you didn't get X, Y, and Z. I thought about it for all of a second. I made some good breads, but I'm like, I, I can't do this. I, I can't. made one bread, and it turned out great. I never did it again. I've never made bread. I want to. Have you, have you done? Noodles? I want to do the. I, oh, I see that. That's what scares me. I, pasta, not noodles. Pa, but pa, yeah, pasta. Yeah. I I don't think it's gonna be. I've seen it done so many times. I don't think it's hard. Pasta's great. And you just do pasta. But you just gotta, and then you gotta hang it everywhere to dry it. Oh, no, I didn't do that. Oh, you gotta do that. I didn't do that. Oh, well, that's I just did it. It was be good. <laughs> I just made my pasta. I did zucchini noodles. <laughs> that was, <laughs> I just cut up carrots. Cut up carrots. <laughs> what did you guys do for your pasta? <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, have you guys anything else you guys have gotten into is like building anything or like I was making bead necklaces for a bit. Bead necklaces? <laughs> what? Uh selling them at Friendship a go- I'd go to the restaurants and just walk around and yeah. uh 3 bucks, 3 bucks. Or what exactly. do they do? They put it on the table right. and they make you once you grab it then you're like, yeah. "Oh, you got to pay for it." And the little palm tree crosses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That paid for my last baseball game. <laughs> that paid for a trip to San Francisco. Yeah. What'd you do? I sold palm crosses. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I see that's gonna be the next, yeah. next next guy I see on the street selling. I'm like, hey, what are you? What, what are you? What are you saving up for? <laughs> a cruise? He's like, no. He's like, I just I got tired of fly time. So I <laughs> saw so, so what else I could do. <laughs> that's a good uh, one. I like that. Uh, no, in fifth grade, actually, for our little uh, commerce thing we did. I okay. made I made earrings, All yeah, right. yeah, because I was you know raised by a single mom, and so she was like, "Hey, you can make earrings, you can sell them to everybody." And I was like, "Okay, okay." So I did. I feel like, um, and I've seen I've seen the kid do kind of the same thing, and, and I'm sure any parents out there listening kind of see, see. I feel like the gateway drug is those little like the little um, vinyl. Strings and they oh, do the yeah, webbing. Yeah, yeah, you have them right yeah. now. Yeah, well, I've got the. This is the, this is some. I don't know. This is like plastic or I don't know, like rubber band. This is like a rubber band thing. Mm-hmm. And so she got this thing. She you know she made the first one. I was like, oh, that's, that's pretty. That's pretty cool, you yeah. know. And then you know asked everybody and then made it. But like like my age and I'm sure even y'all's age is is that like that tubing that vinyl tubing that you would weave and you'd make like the bracelets. Oh, yeah. and the keychains. Right. Okay. Yeah, they're like. You know, they're all like you got to weave it and and yeah. to do it, 
And I feel like that was kind of the gateway into like, well, I did that now. I'm looking necklaces and, yeah. you know, now I'm going to do a, do a pine cone Thanksgiving turkey. And mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> just, I don't know, the weird things that you see, you know, you start one thing and then it, yeah. it goes downhill on the other. Um, mm-hmm. Every time I trim my beard, that's, you know, I trim my beard and I'm like, oh, you know, like one wrong move. I'll change it up. Kendall will be mad at me. She won't look at me for a couple weeks. See that, and if that was the case, then I would just make her cut the would hair. She, uh, <laughs> <laughs> would, would she? What? Would she? If you just shaved it all off, would she be mad? Oh, probably. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. And Kendall's not one to get mad, like a, at all. But if I shave my beard without telling her, I feel like she would get mad. But I don't. Okay, so when y'all started dating, mm-hmm. and and. So your baby, okay. Yeah. So she was, yeah, because I was going to say, like, even when we, when we started doing this. No, I couldn't even grow a beard. I had, like, Elvis chops. So what ha- What happened? What What? What was the manly thing that just kicked kicked your uh, beard in? Your beard in. Uh, actually, I don't know. I got tired of shaving one day. And it just, it just, it, kinda, it, just was, it was awful. It was bad for a while. Yeah, but once it got in. Yeah, it once it started. Because I look at my COVID hair, yeah. and I let, I mean, that was the longest I let my beard go. I was the longest I let my hair ever Same go. Oh, yeah. Right? And I look at him like, that is the shittiest beard I've ever seen on anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it just didn't, it didn't fill in right. Mm. Pretty ghetto patches and everything. Yeah. Looked like it was a burn unit victim, you know, just like had <laughs> hair on this side and didn't have hair on the other. And and I don't know if I could do it. Yeah, I had the goatee and the mustache. Yeah, you know, that's all right. But then like, I clean it up and I'm like, huh. Oh, it's nice. Yeah. And then I get lazy again because, you know, I'm not, you know, still work from home. Yeah. So I'm working in an office anymore. And I don't know. I just, I like, I, I saw the picture the other day and I was like, I looked like shit. <laughs> like, I don't know how my wife was like, yeah, we'll let it keep going. I don't know why we'd ever let it go that 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 much. But yours looks in yours. That looks beautiful. good now. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I started to grow my beard before COVID, mm-hmm. and then Kendall really liked it. She was like, "Oh yeah, this is nice. I'm into this. Whatever is happening here, this like you know, like youthful Santa look yeah. you got going on." <laughs> so I was like, "Okay, then I'll keep going with it." And it's nice to have it because then you start thinking, you start oh, looking man. like the like the uh, you know China, China, Japanese movies, Jap- or Chinese you know kung fu movies, and you're just like. Right. When you're being, hmm, yes. Actually, yes. the longer it gets, the better ideas I have. Right? Exactly. So. Right. Exactly. That's agreed. I think I could, it's directly connected. Yeah, <laughs> correct. Yeah, correlated. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Crappy ideas, Zach. Yeah. Crappy. Oh, he's got his beard back. Oh, fantastic. Right. Almost, Genius. What was it, like Samson, you know, with he cut his hair? Yeah. Right? So I feel like if I shave my beard, it's just, just, you know, I don't even think I could do the podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. All your good ideas that you <laughs> brought to the table is you had the beard. Exactly, good right? call. All right. Good call. I don't think I could do it. <laughs> Gabe, talk to us about your trip that you recently went on. <sighs> Tell us. Because this is your first trip out there? My first trip out there. Now, I've We've got both family. been out there, Are so you, we know what's you up. You love it? I, go, I wanted to go back, like, the next weekend. Oh, yeah. So... I have family living in El Paso, so I'm used to taking that drive up. Mm-hmm. Port Stockton, Van Horn, whatever. I'm used to cutting through there. Uh, wife had, had talked about going to Big Ben, and that's the trip, going going to Big Ben down there. Not so much the Terralingua marathon area, but, but Big Ben Park. Now, when I was researching, again, not knowing anything, a lot of the maps had, like, that trifecta of the Mark state uh, park. No, the state park, mm-hmm. the observatory and Big Ben, like, kind of together. So I was getting confused. I'm like, is it, is it like, one area or, like, the Chisos Basin? Like, is it, like, is it just one 
like there's like one park, park or yeah like it wasn't yeah it wouldn't i mean but i'm like is it is it that big i mean yeah. this whole thing's massive right so i started looking at more and i started seeing things or like oh santa helena canyon and some of these places and i was thinking at one point that santa helena was actually on the west side of terralingua so finally again everything was starting to come together I was trying to figure out where we we're going to stay and i know people had talked about uh staying in uh, marathon or all the locals say marathon and people who've gone there always correct you and saying what's well, marathon no. whatever um no, but then spell it differently like Vienna vista <laughs> yeah like so put a t h i n e at the end it's still spelled marathon you know like whatever and uh but i know i wanted to stay at the gauge cuz looking at the pictures place looked beautiful it's really really close to your name oh Close. So, oh. so close. Just, just flip that G over. And hey, you know what? Halfway there. And I knew I wanted to stay there. I'd read a lot of cool things about it. And uh, and I was trying to find areas. You know, at one point, we were going to take the kid with us. I was looking at staying at the observatory, but it turns out that they're closed until next summer. The the um, McDonald Observatory? Well, the observatory is open, but, like, they're, they're – um, Bubbles. The hotel and whatever the the rooms they have are they renovated everything, mm, okay. and so it looks beautiful, but it's still under renovation. It won't be ready until until May. You know that's where McKenna and I got engaged. I w- I would have loved to do look so cool on the pictures. It's it's and even the star party on Saturdays. I'm like this would be great. It's but, awesome. But when I found out that they didn't have that availability, I was like, okay, well. We we didn't even do anything for our anniversary because we were busy. We we're both busy with work. I mean, it was kind of one of those days. Like, hey, is, was our anniversary this weekend? And I was like, no, it was last week. Yeah, we were both did, like, you we guys just, did it last year too. Yeah, yeah, it was we're, just, we're we're going, just when we were going to the coast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was just it was just yep. one of those things. Like, we need to plan something. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. I was like, I took yeah. yeah, yeah so that we're was like, it. hey, we're like, hey, can you go this weekend? And you're like, it might be my anniversary. <laughs> yeah, and I worked that, that one. That was good. a year ago. Yeah, yeah. over a year ago. I worked that one good because I was like, hey, uh, you want to go to the beach? For <laughs> <laughs> anniversary. For anniversary. I'm just gonna sneak away. For like one of those days, we're gonna go see Fowler and we're gonna hang out there. But but but. I'm like going to take you to the beach, you know, and we're going to be okay. Everything else will be awesome. Right. And and I got a room that was, like, right across the street from the beach, so it worked out perfect that we weren't there. Whatever. Uh, but in planning, I was like, I knew I wanted to stay there, and then I started looking at places, and I started looking at Terralingua, and Terralingua has – there's a place called Base Camp is one of them, but the, the company owns, like, five or six different plots of land with stuff. One of them had the inflatable – um, those inflatable tents or whatever, uh, domes. Yeah, inflatable yeah. Domes. Me and McKenna stayed there. Okay, so that yeah. so we were looking at that one, and then that same place has one that has like a room inside the mountain or inside the like cave or whatever. Like a troll person. Like a troll person, pretty much. Well, and the only reason I didn't like about that is you have this big ass window. You have the bed, and then this big ass window that's your in and out. I'm like, I don't want to go to sleep, and then like some random dude just like walk up on our area and just, like, look inside this huge window, which is the front door. You guys sleeping in this mountain? (laughs) You guys, what y'all doing here? You know what what happened to us when we were staying in the inflatable? It was a monsoon happened. That'd be and cool, though. No, you say that. Yeah. Well, you see, say that I until you... F- until you need for it to rain when you're in <laughs> okay, the bubble. Rain, <laughs> not like that. <laughs> not like rain that, is one thing, but when you feel him. the tent lifting off the ground yeah. and you feel like you're going to be sent... And that monsoon, to, that that one had flipped trailers, like six or seven trailers at the nearby... Yeah, I did not like it. Yeah, one. yeah. <laughs> Hard I get that. Yeah. Well, I, I was what I did was I would look at I would look at the locations and I would um, 
I would go to Google reviews and I'd click it so that, filter it so that I would see whatever the worst review was. Mm-hmm. And that's how I was determining. Like again, the gauge, no problem. That was a I'm we're gonna stay there one night. But the other places I was trying to, to figure out, and I found one, and it just happened to have an opening. It's called La Posada Milagro Guest House. And there's probably, like, this little, like, rock, you know, rock-walled house. And it, it there's probably about five rooms in there, and two of them you shared a, a bathroom. And the bathroom, you had to walk out of your room, and then there was, a, like, the bathroom right there, and then a shower. So it was, like, a little, like, small bathroom but it was a bathroom right and the other three the other three places had its own bathroom so i thought it was gonna be a bigger deal with that but i know they had sold out those five rooms and i think we only saw one other couple or two other couples and this was a stone's throw different uh stone's throw uh walk uh to the starlight theater so again it was just like i'm you know that's where we're gonna stay it was you know it was gonna be good and that was the other thing, too, looking at all the pictures, everything looks so desolate, but then when you're there, everything's all close together, you know, all the places yeah. you're staying, which was fine. So we drove through Fort Stockton, we cut down through uh, Marathon, and the that sat, we left we left Seguin early, early morning, like 5.30, we got into the Marathon right around the afternoon, and because we were coming on Saturday, I knew I wanted to stop at the Brick Vault. And the Brick Vault is is uh, owned by the same people uh, for the Gage and the same people that own um, French's grocery store that's right behind it. And that barbecue, I think, made the top 25 new barbecue places in the state uh, through Texas Monthly. So I'm like, we got to hit this place up. Mm-hmm. So we got there. Wasn't busy at all. Fantastic barbecue. Really good. Would I drive six and a half hours to eat it? Probably not. But if I'm going to do this trip again, I'm stopping there. The brisket was really good. Um, the pork ribs was the star of the show. Their pork ribs were amazing, and their sides were good. And I think that's the problem that I have with a lot of these really uppity, really good barbecue joints is that brisket's good. And there's only small nuances between all these, sm- you know, Franklin's and Snow's and all that. It's the sides. A lot of the sides are just generic. Their sides were fantastic. They had a Mexican street corn, Ooh, phenomenal. Yeah, that was like off the cob, kind of like a like a I don't know, like a salad, I guess you could say. Yep, that was good. And their um, their mac and cheese was good. They used uh, they used spiraled mac, but the mac wasn't heavy. It was like really, it was like that nice runniness, almost like that Luby's sauce, uh-huh. the Luby's mac and cheese. It was fantastic. Right. But it wasn't just like it didn't feel like it was coated like cake. I yeah, sometimes mac and it gets heavy. Sick. You know, those look, those burnt ends are on the mac and cheese are great, but man, they just hit, hit heavy. It's so funny you said because like the best barbecue, or, like one of my favorite restaurants, barbecue restaurants, is Convenience West in Marfa, Texas. Okay, because like and the same thing, their pork ribs, yeah, were, like the best pork ribs I've ever had. It was so, it was so good. So I mean, so here we are in this in this trip, and we hit that place first. And I'm like, man, this is good. Like I know we're gonna have a quick turnaround. We're gonna be down here for like two days. Man, it's already starting good. And um, it was delicious. It was great. We got back on the road. And I actually thought I was coming straight down from Fort Stockton to Terralingua. And then we were going through this dirt, you know, this two-way road. And everything's kind of flat. And then all of a sudden you're seeing these big rises of mountains, like, coming up, like, in the distance. Uh But, like, single ones. And you're just like, 
you're, I don't know, 20 miles away, and you're like, that thing's big. And from where I'm at, like, that, that thing's, we're getting into some big stuff. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that I was actually east of where I was coming out of Marathon, and we came up to the north entrance of the park, of Big Bend National Park. Uh-huh. So I'm like, okay, well, I know, I know where we're at. I'm one farm road, whatever, over where I needed to be, but so far but we're here. But yeah. we'll, who cares? Because they, you know, they're like, okay, it's 26 miles down to Panther Junction, mm-hmm. and then you hang a, a hang a right, yep, mm-hmm. and to go to Studi Butte or whatever, mm-hmm. and, and, and then it's up to d- and that's to only Lincoln. like yeah, that's only like another 16, maybe another 20 miles when you You're you just go going to so your right. Slow when you get to the park, 45, though. right? But we're hitting the park at like two o'clock. Oh, so, like, there's nobody really there. There's no one really there. And, again, this is the first, like, foray into Big Ben. And we're in the park just going, like, we're we're literally two miles down, and I'm like, this is the greatest place I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And, and it's funny because the, the lady at the front, we had a, a park pass for pins for Padre Island National Seashore. Uh-huh. And she's like, look, for 30 extra bucks – uh, you just get all of the national parks added to your to your pass. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be thirty bucks just get for the, anyway. to get in anyway. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, great. And then she says, take your time driving because there's already you know some people have already hit some some wildlife uh-huh. uh, in the park. So make hitting? sure uh, a bear cub had been hit. Oh uh, yeah, bear uh, and, and again, there's some areas where I understand that's a possibility of it happening. Yeah, but there's just so few out there that you're like uh, that, and and a couple little things. Two miles down the road, this damn kamikaze road runner. Uh-huh. You know, I'm I'm going forty because now I'm like I'm not going forty five. I'm gonna go forty. This thing just like hundred yards away, I can see his ass like just going, and I'm like, oh, bro, like come on, slow down yeah, on me, dude, slow I'm down. I hit you. Yeah, and it's like, and I started slowing down. And he started slowing down. I'm like, no, like you're, I'm not. You're gonna have to move. We're not playing this game. Oh, and luckily, who won know, chicken? I let him go. I, I <laughs> yeah, he won because I was like, I'm not hitting anything two minutes into this trip, uh, into the park. Uh, so we started from the north. We're driving down to uh, Panther Springs or uh, Panther Junction, excuse me. And even then, when you get to Panther Junction, it's like you're on the base of this, you know, mountain, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just that's beautiful. We're just in awe. I mean, the whole, and then is Panther Junction where the uh, the Park headquarters is the main park okay. headquarters. Yeah, yeah. so at so the foot at the. At the <coughs> did you stop by the fossils on the way there? Then we did. We yeah, did. the little like the little like walking trail with like all the yeah. little things. and it's and it's cool because you're you're in that fossil area which is all outdoors, but the view just, I think it was more blowing my mind. It was just like you're seeing this view of another two mile stretch of nothingness into the base of another mountain, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, that's like the window. You're just looking out to this vastness. Mm-hmm. And and two days before, that girl had gotten lost. So we're like, well, maybe she got confused and, you know, no telling what oh, happened. Oh, what happened? What's yeah, the story I don't, I don't on that? I know okay, story. so so about three days prior to our trip, we went on Saturday. I think Wednesday, this girl had, I don't know, she had maybe had a little blog or something, YouTube video. She had parked, and she was doing one of the trails. And I don't know if she got off the trails or what, but she got lost. And so she was lost out there, and they had actually closed down that section. Uh, and they found her. Uh, How long that Friday, later? Like two days. 
They found her alive. Two, yeah, two days. Two days. Dang. Yeah, but she had stuff on her, and you know, and that was the Drinking thing. Cactus juice. I mean, I feel like the guy. Did she intentionally there, get lost? Like I, that guy who oh, intentionally crashed a plane. Yeah. Okay, so let me yeah. let me let me say this. <laughs> yeah, post your blog or whatever. There are places in there as we you know the, and I'll get to that point. But there are places in there where I can understand how you could go on a hike and get lost quick. Because, yeah, there's no trees, but you're on the base of a mountain. Everything looks the same. You get turned around. Even the trails aren't, like, I mean, like, they're marked. They're but marked. Like, I, you know what? Even doing some of the the little, uh, like, the old mining building yeah. trails and stuff like that, I could see, like, you could get lost. I guess. I you're guess. like, oh, you know what? There's that little point right there, which is only 100 yards. Let's I'm gonna go, I'm just going to walk. Yeah, I'm just going to walk to it. And, it. and it makes sense. But and they are down one hill, and all of a sudden, you don't you, see your car. You don't see anything. Yeah. Yeah. I could get that if you could just totally get turned around. And so she, they found her. She was fine. Got airlifted, whatever. And and uh, so that was. So I'm like, okay, good. No one's died. We're, and then we went on the trip anyway. We're gonna go on the trip whether she died or not. But it just, <laughs> you know, it was just everything was paid for. I'm not losing right. out on. Yeah, you know. Pour a little water out for her, and then you know. So we we stop it. <laughs> <laughs> we stop. It. So I'm stupid. I'm glad she's alive. I'm, but there is a risk. I mean, that's the thing. In this area, I get it. It's not. It's not like Government Canyon. Like there. This is. This is legit. Even though it's a one mile loop, I get it. And and it. You know you. Th- they make sure that you're checking in and you're saying if you're going to go on this, please let us know if you're camping. Please let us know. I mean, th- obviously she's not the first one. She won't be the last. I think a couple of years ago there was a, a grandfather and kid who uh, a grandson and, and grandfather who'd gotten stuck, gotten and they were in the summer. I'll say they they went during the heat. Right? Yeah, yeah, and and they you know they didn't make it. Um, but you know again it's just it's just a tough one. But anyway, regardless, we stopped the Panthers Junction. We headed west to Terralingua. We checked into the 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 place that we're staying. Uh, walked over to Starlight Theater. They had like an hour and a half wait at the Starlight. And what do you mean, like with cars or like before like the no, show like, began? Uh, no, it was for dinner. Oh, okay. This is a restaurant, right? So we you have to check in, and they're like, well, it's going to be an hour and a half. I'm like, okay, no problem. And right next to it, adjacent to the restaurant, is a, a building that has like a bunch of trinkets and souvenirs, souvenirs and all yeah. that stuff, right? But sitting there as the, as the sun was coming down and seeing, you know, you're looking at the basically the mountains into the park. You could see mule ears. You could see all this in the distance. It looked like a painting. Mm-hmm. You know, the pinks and the dark purples and everything. It's so it, cool. It was the greatest hour and a half wait for a restaurant just to have a hamburger yeah. that I've ever Did had. you have a hamburger? Yeah. Or did you get the antelope? Because the antelope... No. Oh. Well, he, so no, you got the re- I did, we didn't eat there. We didn't have time. The reason that we went twice, I got the antelope. <laughs> so both times that was yeah twice. Oh yeah, that's dude. funny. I wanted to do it. The problem was they had a thirty-person wedding uh, group that had come in, and they were backing everything up. So when we sat down finally, they were like, "Well, you know, if you if you get X, Y, and Z, we just don't know what the turnaround time is." I'm like, "You know what? Just get us a hamburger. Like that's probably the quickest thing." And thank God because it in fifteen minutes we had our food and it was yeah. great and it was it was awesome. Uh, they have some live music playing. Yeah, they had some live music going. Uh, we we got done with that. We I went we went back to 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 the the I don't know I don't even hotel guest house. I mean guest house was what it was, and I took the camera with hostel. me. Yeah, hostel took uh, <laughs> took took pictures of of the stars and all of that, and it was awesome. Uh, we woke up early the next day. We drove to Santa Helena Canyon, so it's a thirty five mile drive 
off of the main uh the main drive yep. in the park and we saw wild horses we saw a bunch of wildlife i mean the canyon itself is beautiful and um you know it did it was thirty feet from Mexico, basically. Could could walked and. How was the Rio flowing? Not not fast at all. It was cruising when we were. It was like muddy and cruising. I mean, it was it was muddy, but that one section where you could walk over uh, to get to the trail, the little creek. Yeah, it was basically like you, if you had tennis shoes, you could have walked over and maybe dipped a toe in. You know, when your oh, shoes. see that creek was flooded when yeah. we went, and there were some guys like climbing. <laughs> this is kind of funny. There were some guys like taking like bouldering mats. And this one guy did not want to cross the creek. And his friends were like, you need to stop being a little <laughs> and, like, <laughs> carry yeah. this mat. And they were like, they would have to, like, get in, hold all their gear above water. And it would be like uh, this oh, high. Like oh, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, to cross the creek to get over no, there. No, you, you, yeah. could throw, you could throw a little toss a rock over to Mexico. Yeah, but they were giving this guy a hard time. He's like, I don't want to do it. It was like, he was like probably, probably like college, college age. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, and there was a little, there was a little eddy of some of some fish in there. I was thinking about uh, Nick, you know, and I was like, man, I could, I don't know what those little dart fish or whatever those are, but you know, put it on the list. Could have used a, a euro rod. Would have been nice to have the euro rod with me. Um, but you know, I heard things. I, what I thought was was pretty cool is that at one point you could find sturgeon in that stretch of river. What? You could. It's on. It's on the park's page. And until they started damming and closing all of that up, you know they couldn't get them. But at one one time, you could get them. But uh, uh, didn't take anything to go fish. It would have been fun to have a picture standing there, your own nymphing in in the Rio Grande. But um, it was dude. It was a beautiful that that whole stretch was was cool. As we drove back, of course, it's a you know, little bit of a long way back. The the wife fell asleep, and I was looking at the map uh, as we were going along, and I saw that there was the Chisos Basin again. I I saw some pictures, but I didn't know like w- more or less where in the park it was, and uh, I saw well, it's only a six mile trip. So I woke her up. I you know, hey, you want to go do that? Yeah, no problem. It's only six miles, whatever. Because we knew we had to get to Marathon that not that afternoon to check in, right? And you know, the thirty six miles drive, you're going forty five miles an hour. I mean, it's you know, it takes a long time. Yeah, it's, but it's a beautiful drive. Oh yeah. So we start making our way, and that's a straight-up drive. That's mm-hmm. a straight-up, right? And then you hit that one, you hit the tree line. Oh, yeah, we start weaving back into, like, the little valley. Yeah, and then you see just trees mm-hmm. everywhere. I'm like, what the hell is this? You're like, that's where bears live. And that's where I understand how, like, a, a cub could, like, just run. Yeah, because it, it's, it's, I mean, like, Big Ben is so underrated, in my yeah. opinion, because it has everything. It has so many different types of ecosystems. Yeah. But, yeah, that little basin. We drove up there, and immediately it was like a 15-degree uh, change. Mm-hmm. It was windier. Um, it, it was a little bit of pain in the ass to get parking because, you know, we were in the kind of the prime time of the day. Um, and so there was a lot of people. It took us about 25 minutes to, like, find a parking space. And this one lady, bless her heart, she, like, stood in the, in the parking spot. Uh-huh. And I'm like, no, like, I rolled down my window. I'm like, N- we're not doing this shit. Right. Like, this is you're, – I know your, your car's – with your people in it are 10 cars behind me, but this isn't how it works. Right. Like first come first serve move or I'm running you over. Right. Did she move? She, yeah. Oh, she got the hint. She was like, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. I, I got a it. thumbs up. I'm like, yeah, thanks. You know? And, um, you know, and, and of course like the, the husband and there were two guys come in this, you know, nice vehicle and they're giving me kind of the dirty eye. I'm like, why aren't you standing in the middle? Why are you limited to your wife to stand right. in the middle of a truck? Right. For a parking spot. 
but we ate. We took lunch, a quick little small lunch. I had the chili there at the little restaurant, which is fine. It's just like a little Sodexo place, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have a bar there. They had margaritas. They had, I mean, we sat out and just, you know, looked at, at that valley and and had uh, a light lunch and it was fantastic it was great and um then made our way back out um went to um uh to back to marathon and had um the gauge has a restaurant called the 12 gauge they also have a bar called the white buffalo inside the bar they have literally the head of a white buffalo and i think one of one of the last or at least for sure the last season, one of the, the last episodes of of No Reservations, maybe, with Anthony Bourdain. Uh-huh. Uh, he, he w- they okay. were there. They were they went um, to that place. And I know, like, did they also film some of that movie Giant there, too? So that's in Marfa. Okay, because I knew, like, Marfa had some of yeah. it. I didn't know if they did both, Marathon and Marfa. Yeah, for sure. But I haven't seen the episode, but I know they have a picture, or at least online there was a picture of him sitting and f- oh, cool. having the discussion with the owners um, there uh, in that bar. So we, we roll in probably about 4 o'clock. Our reservation's for dinner about, like, 7.15. Um, the room itself, like, the only, like initially they have the main guest house is the main place, and then behind it's another building. Um, probably about a block or two down is another building called, like, the Governor's Place or whatever, and it's a, it's a house that they converted into rooms as well. And so when they have wedding parties, it's usually where they stay. So luckily, again, in the last like two and a half months out, I was every day I was checking to see if there was an opening in 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 the main section, and sure enough, like there was one. Canceled that reservation and grab grab there at, in, in the place, and we had like our own little like back area. Yep. All the rooms have like a fireplace that have like hey, you know, little instructions how to do it. You got more wood there awesome wood door it was almost like it's like going to the alamo or going to like one of the missions like i felt like we were staying at like one of the san antonio missions yeah you know it was just it had that motif it had like the wood doors bathrooms were great the shower was amazing um and anyway so we get there reservations for dinner at seven fifteen. it's like four o'clock and we go to the bar and we have some nachos and two margaritas like small margaritas right they were heavy, dude. It was like five o'clock. Uh, we went back to the room. Like I don't. I mean, I think we were past that. I think we were going to sleep. I'm like, I'm tired. Like, we're just <laughs> we're both just laying on the bed. Is like, man, like, what did they put in there? And um, made it to dinner. Made it to our reservation. Uh, I had their uh, their chicken fried steak, and that thing you can see in the pictures on on the Insta. It was huge. It was like bigger than the plate, and the food was delicious. Uh, dessert was delicious, and it was like no, no pricier than a meal here in town. Really, and I mean it was just delicious. Uh, the next morning we woke up. There's uh they they again they have. I mean there's nothing in this town. I mean basically like this this place the the hotel is like keeping that town, you know, going, and everything in the town's kind of run by the hotel. So. Obviously, the the barbecue place was closed. Behind there is this little they called French's Groceries, which crazy about it from outside, it looks like a grocery you'd see on the south side. Uh-huh. And then you like walk in it, and they had like a bunch of provisions to hiking. They had a bunch of like high, they had, like Patagonia um, fish tins. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, they had like the selection they had in there was stuff you'd see at the Pearl. Yeah, and you know, fresh baked goods and stuff. So that was that was cool. 
Um, the we ate at the I think V six is the name of their coffee bar in the morning. Good breakfast, great coffee. Uh, and then wife and I headed up to uh, Alpine. Never we've always seen the the exit to Alpine uh, going to El Paso. Yeah. And it was cool. There's a lot more stuff in Alpine. And we had just missed they had their uh farmers market artist uh expo yeah. the a couple of days before. And they said if you're gonna go, go there. But there's a like lot the coolest of coolest brewery there too. There's a lot of really cool art on the walls mm. and but past that, like Okay, cool. I'm glad we did, did it. Did you guys do Marfa? I wanted to. I wanted to go to the Prada. I love and Marfa. while we were down in Terralingua, it just so happened like I'd put up put up a, a picture, and a college friend of mine was like, "Hey, we'll be." Over. I said, "Hey, we're checking into the Starlight and on Facebook," and and a college friend was like, "Hey, we'll see you in like 15 minutes." Uh-huh. And I was like, are, "Are you like just joking? Are you joking? Like, like yeah? What did you? No, they were down there. They have an RV, uh-huh. and they were down there on on their on, on their vacation. So they met up with us, uh-huh. and nice. you know we got to talk to them. But we they had gone to Marfa the day before, mm-hmm. and they did the Prada trip, and they said like, well, it's it's actually another three miles past oh, past Marfa, yeah, yeah. And I was like, uh, I mean, it's I, it's fun to see, like, it's yeah. just, but it's also it's like it's just. I was looking at staying in Marfa too. There's the I think St. George or something. Well, yeah, if you, we'd stayed at El Cosmico, which is like yeah. a really popular yeah, yeah. Uh, campground there. And so there was a couple places that looked really cool, but I mean, I I would do this. I mean, yeah, it sucked only doing basically two days worth of stuff. I think three and and a day driving back is worth it. We did we did two days too. Yeah, we left on a Friday, got back Sunday, and it was just beautiful. Mornings were nice and cool. I think the highs the, during the trip was was maybe eighty, yeah. but the mornings were in like the fifties. I mean, I just yeah, you're making me want to go out. I love, I it. and this is what I, I miss about El Paso. I'd so go back. My, yeah, my grand, heartbeat. my dad's side lived in El Paso. You know, s- small little house is fine, and uh, off of, of Conception Road, and um, the I remember the as a kid when we'd go out there during Christmas or you know or Thanksgiving or something, you wake up early in the morning and the mornings are in just this nice cool air, you know just it's like not you could probably wear shorts and a shirt it's just cool it's just that morning desert coolness, and and being down in Terralingua that morning was exactly that and I was just like oh man like this is this is perfect. And yeah, no matter how hot it's going to get during the day, at least if you get up in the morning, yeah, it's going to be like crisp. Yeah, I had a light, light breeze. Yeah. Yeah. Nice yeah. Like yeah, a light breeze. Yeah, light, you know, it's light, like it's hot. A yeah. light, you went down. a light vest, you know, some some jeans, whatever. But no, here you wake up in the yeah. morning, and it's still 100 degrees, and yeah, you're like, why is it hot? So yeah. one day I'm in Big Ben. The next day we're back in in Seguin, and I end up going fishing that that day. So oh, I mean, yeah. it was just like this whole like little d- like just. You know, going around Texas to like the different areas, I thought was cool too. Just mm-hmm. you see, you see that, and even the drive. Actually, that was the other thing. The drive there, as we were going to Fort Stockton, it got down to like, it got down to like forty six because mm-hmm. we were in that higher elevation. Yeah, and I was like, man, we didn't pack anything warm. <laughs> we didn't pack, pack heavy jackets if this is going to be. But you go obviously all the way down back. You know, and and uh, it it changes the the weather. It was a beautiful trip. Yeah, I mean, the food was good. Uh, again, the the place we stayed at in Terralingua had a coffee shop. The ladies made burritos because in that you know we're in West Texas. Tacos are burritos. They wrap them. They don't fold them. Um, but everything was just like I felt like that. All the meals were all home cooked. 
I don't know, it felt weird. Usually you come back from vacations and you're eating a lot. You're like, man, just, you know, yeah. put on five pounds. I think we lost weight down there. Yeah. Everything was just home-cooked, amazing. But, yeah, I mean, even like a week after, I'm just like, you're just, I want to go back. It's still great. Yeah. you got to go back for longer, do some more exploring. That's why I want to go back for longer. Well, I think the plan is now is that I think we're going to we're gonna do this as a regular thing that first weekend because the girls are off of, of for vacation for mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. I think that that Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and then and then come back for Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, it, you know, works out. So hopefully, uh, they'll start opening the observatory this summer, and I'll immediately put in for getting a spot. To the stay. spot you, you need, and you need to to even any do any of the observatory like tours and stuff like that. You need to sign up for them way in advance. Yeah. So really? I think the summer. Yeah, I had. Yeah. I remember like. This may or may not be true because this was so long ago now, but I remember, like, this is, I think this is how I want to propose, going on, like, man, I'm going to have to wait, like, five months to do it, like, to because that's when I can, like, get on the schedule to yeah. get out there. Like, that may have been the actual yeah. situation. So, and, I d- and it ended up happening that way. So, but had you guys been down there together before, or no. you had just been down there? No, we just, I had never been down there, and uh, I wanted to do it at... McDonald Observatory, so I planned a trip. I liked, um, you know, astronomy, and kind of she did she did too. Okay. So uh, I was like, man, we'll go do like a nighttime telescope viewing, and you know, then I'll propose after. And so uh, told her. I didn't tell her that. That's what <laughs> I planned. And uh, so we went out. Like I, I scheduled. Like so, what we did is uh, we stayed at a bed and breakfast, not at. Uh, What's the Fort Stockton? Okay, so we stayed at a little bed and breakfast in Fort Stockton, and then we would just go up and do the tours at the observatory. So, like the first night uh, when we did the when I when we got engaged, we did like a nighttime telescope viewing, and so <coughs> we went up there and they had all the stuff that they planned for us to see, and we got to look at the telescope. We saw like nebula and galaxies and all kinds of cool stuff, and then the next. Uh, morning we went up and we did like a daytime tour of all of the telescope of their big research telescopes that you can't go view at the night because that's when they're doing all their research. Oh, so really? while all the astronomers are sleeping, basically <laughs> they can't see anything during the day and the telescopes aren't active. So like they're really huge, like massive research telescopes. You do daytime tours of those. So we would go in and we would check them out actually got to push the big red button yeah. on one. <laughs> I felt cool. pretty cool because yeah. it, like, resets the whole thing. Oh, like, makes the whole thing move? Like Yeah, like, it puts it back. It has, like, a starting position. Uh-huh. So you hit this. So they would, like, show you how it worked to move it around. They're like, okay, we have to reset it back to its starting position. It starts in the same place every time. Uh-huh. Who wants to push the big red button? I'm like, boom. <laughs> I'll push Never it. Never been made for more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to push prepared the, than yeah. He's like, I want to push the. Actually, guys, thing. this is why I'm here. Yeah, I'm here yeah, to push yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but they have like, they were finishing up building one. Um, and we saw two. They tore. They showed us a tour, but it hadn't been finished yet mm-hmm. of their newest one. And uh, then we saw two of their older, like Matt. I mean, these things are massive, man. Those big telescopes they have. It's like almost like unless you've seen it, put it in perspective. Yeah, unless you see it to put it in perspective. And the new one they were building wasn't even like a uh, viewing telescope. It was all like, uh, like it was like a radiation 
like measured radiation. Okay. So like you couldn't oh, even cool. look through a lens and see anything. It was just like point at the sky and take all these readings, readings and then read a computer screen and see what it says. Um, so yeah, it was cool. I McDonald Observatory is so cool. Definitely go back out there and do that. But just make sure, like, plan way in advance. Like, start looking and put well, put it on the schedule. There, there is one. I like. I would like to go. There's. I. I didn't know this. Lahitas Golf Course or Lahitas Resort yeah. is yep. down there. And the pictures I was seeing from that golf course. The golf course looks awesome. Was just beautiful. Uh, couldn't get. We did, there weren't any rooms available um, there either. So like I said, I was checking everywhere. We got lucky with this for the time frame that I put everything in with both locations. I mean, I would just do this trip all over again the same way we did it. And I think that helps out a ton. You know, could have gotten a flat tire. Could have been worse. I got a chip on the windshield. I could give a shit. There was I new truck, not even two months old. And I got a, a chip on a Sprinter van was coming the opposite, <coughs> opposite way. He threw a rock. <coughs> excuse me. I got a nice star. You know, uh, uh, a two inch by two inch star on on the windshield on the far side, and I was like, "Is it starting to oh, spread already?" Man. No, not yet, not yet. But I was like, I-, I wasn't even mad. Like that, that was like I wasn't even mad about mm-hmm. it. I think if it was in San Antonio, I'd be pissed. Right, but, but no, I'm like, sure. it's worth it. I was like, yeah, this yeah, was whatever. this is why we got the truck. Who cares? Yeah. I can buy another windshield. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. You know, and and actually, out of all the stuff that could go sideways down there, if the if a, a chip in the windshield is the only thing. Great. Yeah. Right. You know, so. Because you could have been lost for two days. I could have been, I could have been lost honestly, yeah. for two days. And we'd point out water for you. And the worst thing, I could have been lost. <laughs> yeah. For, yeah. I could have yeah. been lost. For, here's a little for yeah. Gabe. <laughs> I could, I could, I could have <laughs> been, lo- I could have <laughs> been lost with my wife for two, two days. days. <laughs> and I'd be hearing it the whole time. Oh, well, you know, whose idea was this? Who idea was going <laughs> yeah, on? Yeah. You know, two days of. Voice got my ass. Yeah. Voice yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, who's great? Who, yeah, oh, like we're just gonna walk off the, you know, for a mile, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah I get it. I can just hear it. I can just hear it. Yeah, not the first time I want to go hike. So rock really worth. <laughs> <Yeah. this? laughs> so speaking of what I brought up earlier, the guy that crashes on plane on purpose. Uh-huh. You yeah. know that story? Yeah. Have you guys heard yeah. about this? Yeah. Okay, so a dude, I guess to get YouTube famous for his YouTube channel. Yeah. He was flying a plane over Alaska. I'll tell you the story how it seemed to have happened, and then I'll retell the story how it actually happened. So a dude was flying his plane over Alaska, and he was filming a YouTube video. And uh, in the video, it looks like his plane loses power, and he's going to have to crash land. But it just so happens that he has a parachute. (laughs) So instead of crash landing the plane, he jumps out and pulls parachute, and the plane crashes into like a side of a mountain in Alaska. Well, he posts the video, and the FAA starts looking into it, and they're like, "Where did you crash your plane? What's going on? We need to you ha- you were involved in a plane crash. We need to investigate what happened." Right. So they start, you know, investigating, and where he crashed the plane, the plane no longer is. What? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you I you knew I knew I knew like he jumped out and he faked everything, but I didn't know it much. Yeah, I didn't. That. Okay, keep going. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he faked everything. So they start asking questions, and he's like, "Oh, I don't know," you know. So they start like picking apart the YouTube video, like that is where the plane should be per your video. Right. Well, what ultimately happened was to get YouTube famous, he purposely crashed his plane right. for the views. Right. And then paid a guy 
uh, paid a helicopter pilot to move his plane off the mountain. He disassembled it, dis- disassembled it, and trashed it. So there was like no, no evidence, evidence of it ever happening. What? Well, yes. that, not just that. Hey, he removed he he removed his waste out. Okay, <laughs> all right, all right. So uh, anyway, since he committed perjury, basically, okay, he's getting six months in prison. Yeah, I saw he was going to do some jail time. Yeah, yeah. Crazy bill. Crash a plane like for the YouTube views, dude. Plane's expensive, man. No. Maybe there was some we insurance. We got the views. No, but think about it. I mean, insurance like, fraud involved in that, too. Well, no, but think about it. If you buy a plane for 20, 30 grand, you know what I mean? Like, you could easily turn that around into a lot more money on YouTube. Yeah, if it gets viewed. If it gets viewed. I'm you, you're, sure you're, it did. That's yeah. A, yeah, that's a viral type video for sure. Oh, like, if yeah. I saw a video, it was like, you know, I had to crash land my plane in Alaska. I'd be like, okay, I'm interested. Yeah, what yeah, happened? Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, I click on that. I've never, I don't really watch or seen any of the Mr. Beast videos, and somehow I got looped into that 16 minute 16 minute video of the guy staying in a supermarket. Oh yeah, for yeah. as long as possible. Oh, that yeah. was a, that was a great. I, li- I like yeah, Mr. I'll Beast videos. Mr. Beast every now and then. Yeah, but I was just like, I, this guy's not doing anything other than just seeing the what good he thing, can do. The good thing about his videos is. That he knows how YouTube works, and his yeah. videos are quick. So, yeah. like, you get the whole story in, like, in like, in like 10, 15, yeah. maybe 20 minutes tops. And they're per- like, it's, like, just entertainment like, the whole time. It's, like, entertaining the whole time. It it's, like, up, perfect. Like, yeah, this is exactly what I want. But, yeah, that was crazy. Like, But, he yeah, to have it all planned out, he's going to get get someone to, to remove, which is cool, great. You, yeah, you moved your stuff. Maybe you shouldn't have crashed it, but you at least cleaned your stuff, you know? I feel like there's a lot of YouTubers that have been like, oh, I, I crashed the car. I'm just going to leave it there. You know, Lucy kind of had it planned out, but I don't think he cleaned it for the goodness of his heart. He cleaned it to remove the evidence. That way they couldn't do it. But it ended up, but it's because if he if he really crash landed it and it was like really a bad situation, do you think that he would have paid? How much do you think it cost him to remove that plane? But it already looked bad when it's all like, oh, hey guys, by the way, we have parachutes and everyone has. Uh, head equipment for, you know, with the GoPro cameras. Well, that was the other thing that was weird was, like, he was kind of saying he couldn't remember where where it crash-landed, but he had cameras that he had collected that were on the wings, so he had, like, made it back to his plane Uh to collect the cameras, (laughs) so they're like, dude, your story's not adding up. You're saying that you you landed in a different spot and didn't know where it crash-landed, but where did you get this angle from where the GoPro is connected to the wing. There's, like, a part of me that wants to watch the video, but also part of me that's, like, I don't want to support him. You know what I mean? I'll watch the video. I feel like I'll watch it. I'd rather watch somebody do, like, a play-by-play analysis, though. Like, take clips of his video, yeah, like, here's what's going on, you. and, like, build a timeline of, like, okay, this is when the FAA, like, do, like, a whole investigative report yeah. that had clips of his video, and yeah. it is what I would prefer to see. That's the problem now. Everything online is all fake, you know? I know. That's the problem. Everybody, everybody, everything. Listen, that's the next big thing is that they're going to start, like, robocalls. There are going to be AI calls that will, like, interact with you and stuff. So it's almost like don't even answer phone calls. Well, you you guys heard about ESPN, right? Their little scandal? Uh Uh-uh. They have two, like, reporters that write online articles they're AI-generated people, and the articles are AI-generated. What? <laughs> yes. No way. Yes. Yeah. Yep. The, the other one I was seeing, the scan that was going on, is like you'd get a robocall, and you'd say hello, and there was like they'd ask you something or like, you know, whatever, to make you kind of say yes and then hang up. And then they would oh, play your that. yes back as 
you know, signing up for something or whatever. Oh my god. Um. Okay. Going off this, this guy flies all over me. He's he's a Facebook friend I went to high school with, right? Okay. Nice. Maybe like once a week, he'll post a picture on Facebook and be like. Uh, art generated by me and AI, whatever. And I'm like, dude, you type some things into a search bar. That's how you generated this art. And it flies all over me, dude. Like, he was like, portrait of downtown San Antonio in the style of Van Gogh by me, art by me and this. And I'm like, really? Like, I don't I don't start much on Facebook, but I'm like really, really tempted to be like, do you really think this is art? Because you're calling it art. And it's really not. I don't see the pain. I don't see your pain right. in this. I mean, like, but like, did really? you cut your ear off? Right. <laughs> did yeah. you cut your ear off? <laughs> cut did your you ear cut off your for your art? You your so, ear? okay, then, Zach, what's your definition of art? Not that there was a. I, I don't. I don't disagree. I'm just. I'm just curious because we are getting into like a. It's becoming a gray area. It is becoming great. There's a lot of art already that's out there. I'm like, yeah, you know, the, the two colors on a on a. On a portrait, like, eh. but I mean, look, I've been to the Louvre. Menstrual blood art. <laughs> I mean, you name it, it's out there. Really? I saw one There's where I saw this one where people had gone to this to this uh, show of some dude. I don't even know who the dude is, and I, obviously he's a Wiggles? big guy. <laughs> he had he had these stacks fruit salad. He had these stacks. He had these these five gallon buckets with sand like stacked high. Oh, I saw that. And then video. it like right, and it like <laughs> fell over, and it was like, no, he like pushed it over. <laughs> yeah. He like stacked all these buckets yeah. of sand, pushed it over. There's like all these like, like people in the background like waiting for it to happen. They're like, oh, he pushed over buckets of sand. Yeah, yeah. Like, now, there's that one. The other one I've seen, which I will say is pretty cool, is that um, that arm, the like um, mechanical arm. That is actually yeah, art. That, that's spilling. Yeah. It's shooting out its own oil and then and then pulling its own oil back to yeah. keep it going. Yeah. And, and like, if he stops, it it's going to, yeah. It's been worse and worse and worse. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So, I mean, like, okay. Yeah, that makes me contemplate my own life. Right. And I and I, and I remember going to the Louvre in college and, and going to see the room where the Mona Lisa's at. Uh-huh. And you walk into this room and, I mean, this room's huge, right? This huge, huge kind of two-story room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This other one. Uh, you, Landon's you, pulling up a video. This other guy. All he, <laughs> all this guy is going. He's running fifty yards. Jumps on a trampoline and with he, a sharpie. With a sharpie against the wall, so he you can draw out where and there's he, a whole stadium of people there, just like just watching this. This and he walks back, and he's got his little man bun, and he jumps <laughs> he's got his little and man and that's bun. it, and does it again. You know, and that guy probably has like and four girlfriends. Yeah, you guys are like four <laughs> girlfriends. <laughs> And you know whatever, uh, just yeah, I can't. <laughs> uh. and, and so you know, you go into is that sp- art? Do you guys think that's art? Obviously, I mean, to I, some people, it you is. Know what he's using, he's he's putting something behind it. So I'm in the Louvre, like I said, two story, <laughs> big room. You walk up and you see the Mona Lisa, and you realize that the pictures in the gift shop of the Mona Lisa are bigger than the actual Mona Lisa itself. Yeah. And when you turn around from looking at the Mona Lisa, Mona Lisa and you turn around and you see this huge two-story painting mm-hmm. and you're just like, how are people standing in line for this when it's like it's there's sense. this? Yeah. And and even the Orsay was beautiful. So I, I don't know. There's some stuff I don't I don't get. I you know, don't I, I don't know. I, don't, just, I feel like there just has to be like, and I think I don't think all painting requires hours or sorry, I don't think all art requires hours and hours of effort. Mm-hmm. I think 
that can be one aspect of art. I think art can also be something that's deeply important to you, right? Sure. And, but if it's something that's important, it doesn't take a long time. I think also it can be visually stimulating. But there's something about a computer that all it does yeah. is take images from that are that it doesn't even think of, that it takes those images and recreates it in its own way. I don't. I just like. I don't feel like it's art. Let at all. Let me ask you this: If we take it a step deeper, and we say that the person that wrote the algorithm that made the computer able to do that more of an artist than this guy I know. Yeah, I I don't necessarily yeah. think he's an artist. I well, I think he okay. You could make the argument that like what he does with code is art in its own sense. Like I could get that argument. I do think he's more of an artist, and he has more. Uh, he has more of a right to whatever this thing created than the guy who just types in San Antonio, like Van Gogh. You know what I mean? Like, that's not art. That's uh, it's literally Google searching. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, that's not art every time I want to know what color, you know, Neptune's third moon is. <laughs> you know? I will say there's some AR-generated stuff going around. There's uh, the AR-generated uh, Lego uh, Lego. Uh, 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 packs. There was one that had like a Blanton's bottle. Uh-huh. It was an oh, AI gen- yeah. yeah. And people were like, oh man, that's awesome. Where can I buy that? Whatever. And it's like, okay, wait a second. And it reminded me of like 60 episodes ago where we initially talked about this and there was a picture of three girls together. Uh-huh. They're they're at a party. Oh, that's right. With, oh, yeah. and, oh, with the yeah. weird hands. And, and the, nightmares. Right. And, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, oh, this looks like just like three chicks just, you right. know. No, you look at their fingers they had like six fingers, like seven fingers. Yeah, it was all, yeah, it was all 27. Oh, this is weird. And it's the same thing here. You look at that Bland's bottle and you have to look at it and realize that the lettering is all Weird and off, and you can start seeing, okay, that's the You know, this reminds me of, I just finished a show that was fantastic, and I think you would be a huge fan of it if you haven't seen it, The Outsider. It's an HBO original based off of a Stephen King novel, Uh and uh, I'll give you guys, like, the basic plot, but I don't want to ruin anything about the show. Uh So, Homeboy, uh, this guy, like, really, baseball coach in the community, um, a, a little boy is murdered, mm-hmm. okay? And they go to the murder scene, and they pull DNA and evidence and everything, and the DNA matches, like, the local baseball coach guy who's, like, the stand-up guy in the community. So they arrest him, okay? And uh, and he's like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And my the whole time I'm watching the show, I'm like, okay, where is this going? Because, like, this has got to be a show, so, like, there's got to be something here that is not what it seems. Well, it turns out uh, they do a little bit more digging, Finds out he was at a teacher conference over 100 miles away at the time. He's on video at the time of the murder. So, they're like, how did his DNA and everything get on this child? Uh-huh. That's where I'll leave it. <laughs> it's a journey. Oh, is this, is this and it's Jason a Jason Bateman? Or it's was a Stephen. It's, a, it's got a, you know, Stephen King. It's got uh, its. But it's good. Who's the main it's character? It's very guy? good. And it's. Uh, is um, it Jason Bateman or is this someone? It's, it's the like dude I- who plays. Um, he plays the villain in Rogue One. I can't remember his name. He was also one of the brothers in that show with uh, uh, Kyle Chandler. Um, the villain in uh, Rogue I One. I know you're talking about. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, He's the main detective. Gotcha. Yeah, I know exactly. I know his face. I don't know his name. Yeah, yeah he, does a, he does a great job. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Uh, but The Outsider, it's a single limited series. It's uh, very good. Well, at what point do you guys think we're going to get to a point where you put on your virtual headset and you're going to be controlling some robot to tinkara fish for trout for you someplace. That sounds awful. 
every aspect of that sounds miserable. Have you guys ever been put on a head? Like, I have an Oculus, mm. and it's the most uncomfortable thing in the world. Mm. How so? Just, like, everything hurts. You put it on, and, like, your head hurts, your face hurts, your eyes hurt. I haven't spent, I haven't messed around with one. Yeah. I'll bring mine over next time. I hear well, how long like do you have it on? Like, are you just, like I can on, honestly, I can do like thirty minutes. I heard people are using those. They can learn how to play the piano because it will overlay on the piano and it'll show you what oh, keys you see, to hit. That's cool. I, can, I have a piano. Maybe I should. Yeah, do that. but no, like I don't know. I even ha- like upgraded like the little headset thing yeah. that holds it, and it's just I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but it's super gimmicky, and it's like uh, there's a short time where it's a ton of fun, and then it's it like, quickly you know, is like eh, this is okay. Like 3D TVs? Yeah. Like th- I they like keep shoving 3D TVs every 10 years on us. Oh, are they coming back? I don't know. I I'm sure. Well, because it just, it just tanked off. Yeah. Because remember there's movies and they're like, oh, 3D movies again, they're 3D movies, and then we didn't have 3D And then the, with those movies came 3D TVs, and yeah. then those kind of tanked. Did you guys ever go to the movie theater that had the screens on the side? Huh. Oh, I do not remember that. No. Oh, yeah. they were the. I saw one movie like that. Never again. Speaking of scenes on the uh, Probably a good side, reason that that's not a thing anymore. Yeah. I forget what they called it. Well, there's only one place I would do it. And be at the Texan Cultures. Institute of Texan Cultures oh, had yeah. that. You slid on the floor, the dirty floor, and you'd look up oh, and yeah. you'd see all the video on it. That was fun, though. Yeah, they don't play that anymore. Oh, what? Yeah, last time we went in there, they weren't. They, I think they were on it. Yeah, it was sad. I just sat there. Me and the kid went, and it was like, I, um, I feel like it was like a weird Saturday morning. It was like a cold Saturday morning. And I just like, n- there was only us in that whole place and the oh. workers. And it was creepy as hell. Being in the dark dome, yeah. Well, because that that place is in all these books, haunted San Antonio books. Yeah, it's in there. We went down to the bathrooms, and I'm like, it was like The Shining. You're like down in the <laughs> bottom area oh, to go to the bathroom. It's like The Shining. It's no twins, joke, like, dude. No, I was like, you know, I was like, kid, you're on your own. I'll be out here, but first ghost, I'm out. You're on your own. Love right, you exactly. You see and anybody in a dog mask? I'm running. Yeah, yeah, I dude, I sat, I sat there, and it just it was just like the nostalgia, and just sitting there, sad, just on the carpet, looking up, and I was like, I can't show the kid this 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 movie about yeah. all the little Texan towns and cultures, and I'm like, yeah, you're sad. That was like, yeah, it was a childhood. Anymore. Yeah, actually, it was an elementary, but did I go? To, I feel like a well, I'm oh. like ten years older than you, so I saw that. Yeah, it was just sad, sad. Hopefully they bring it back. I don't know, but it sounds like they're probably going to knock it down and make a baseball field. So we'll see. Oh, that's right. Mm. That's the worst. I mean, like I'm excited for baseball, but yeah. I also, like I like the Mission Stadium. I remember when they had the Grand Prix downtown. I don't remember like that. the not the Formula Ones, but like the 24 hour type race cars. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. They had closed down downtown, and they had a track that went through. And one of the corners was at at the. Oh, that's cool. I know. The, that. Yeah, had the poster and everything. Crazy times. Gabe, thanks for coming on. Guys, it was awesome. This is good to have you back. Right? Back throwback. It was a throwback for sure. And uh miss you guys. I'm glad you guys are doing well. You should do, man. You too. And, um You know what? Yeah. I forgot a hat. I have a hat for you. I forgot it. I'm sorry. I know where you live. Oh, that's true. I know where you live. I'll put it on my front porch and just come get it. Just text me. And I'll okay. drive by. Yeah. Come get it. Nice. I'll let you, uh, w- there's a bunch of tarantulas that are living on my front porch right now. Get the hell out of here. Those are the worst. One of the first times when I learned how to fly fish, I, I was a hospital supply rep, and I was working down in Del Rio uh-huh. there at that hospital. And I would go early, take care of my stuff, and I would check in the hotel, and I would go straight to Amistad. I would go actually to Black Brush. Uh-huh. Uh, it was like 434 whatever. It was a little drive-in. And at one point, there was a road that went, but it got covered by the, by the, uh, the water. And I stayed out there. It was like 7.30. The sun's coming down. I was like, okay, I'm done. 
and I'm about 100 yards from the car, and as I'm walking, it's kind of like grassy patches and, and like that, like, rockiness of mm-hmm. what used to be under the water, right? And I kind of remember looking down, I'm like, that ground moved. <laughs> and I kept walking, I was like, that patch of grass moved. Or a couple of patches of grass. Like, what? Uh-oh, like, am I hallucinating? Like, All what right. the hell's going on? And I took my flip phone out, because this was, like, 15 years ago. And I took my, my flip phone out, and I hit the light. Tarantulas, ev- dude, everywhere. Oh, I high-stepped it. I've never run that, that quick to my car. I, like, I got to the car and, like, jumped on the roof, and I'm, like, popped the door <laughs> open and kind of, like, slide in. Oh, dude. Man. Uh, oh, oh, oh. See, spiders don't bother me. They, a Kindle, like, is definitely afraid of it. But We had fished some other areas during the day out there and uh, found a really cool spot. One of the guys that I worked that was at the hospital used to work for the park. So he knew the places to go for bass. And uh-huh. we it took a little bit of a hike to get into the spot. Some of the biggest bass I've ever seen in my life would just like, they just look at you like, what are you, okay, what are you getting? Because the water's so clear. You uh-huh. can see like 10 feet down. Yeah. You just see these big fish just kind of like, oh, what's this guy doing? You know, <laughs> what are you going to, what are you going to throw? Uh-huh. You know, and I just, it's the first time throwing a rod and I uh-huh. had, you know, stuff and it caught some bass out there but i remember being on this little plateau and even the walk over there you had to be careful because there'd be some areas where there'd just be a deep hole and you don't know like where this hole caved into or whatever uh but i remember fishing and i just like got the sense got the spidey sense like maybe i should turn around and i turn around and on one side of me like five feet away was a tarantula and then on the other side of me like three feet away was like this huge ass like millipede or centipede or whatever which <laughs> yeah. is the one was like the big like oh uh, no, no centipede centipede oh dude the thing was like a foot long yeah coming right at me with a little like weird arms yeah. you know oh. those things hurt apparently oh hurt oh never again so i have no problem going to the desert when it's cold like i'm and not gonna yeah all those spiders it'd be dead. hard to camp there yeah in the summer when there's oh, yeah. all that craziness but i don't know good times all right, guys. Okay. Honey Hole Age Trash is still going on. <laughs> yep. December 31st. Goes till December 31st. Go pick up some trash. Do it. Submit it on our website. We'll see you all later. Look in the description below to find links to our website, online store, YouTube channel, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Discord server, and blog. Please send your podcast questions and inquiries to info at honeyholeangling.com. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you again next week.